0: Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Today's show is the best. Before we get started, if you're listening on an iOS device or if you have a Facebook or Instagram, follow us at Racing on the Rocks and also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the podcast get in front of more eyes. Uh, We very much appreciate that. Today's show is brought to you by Supergrip ATV tires. Um, I'm running, it's it's not a mystery by any means. I'm running the Supergrip ATV K9 tire in a 30 inch tall tire. Uh, One question I always get about the tires is how do they measure? They're the most spot on uh, tire to size that I've ever seen. Uh, I run the 30 inch tall tire in the Kevlar. Um, been the best tire i've ever ran been the most aggressive tire i've ever ran and the most effective tire that i've ever run um, let me just say it like this the one inch tread depth you guys better be ready because whatever you're going to be climbing whatever trail you're going to be on they're going to hook up um, it's pretty amazing how well they grip to just about everything whether it's loose dirt Uh, a rocky creek trail with water on it um, and everything in between, even sand. Uh, These are excellent, excellent tires. One thing worth noting, is that uh, a lot of you guys spend a ton of money on wheels and it's a great thing to protect your wheels and the tire actually has a built in bead guard around the beadlock ring uh, that actually kind of recesses the beadlock ring and the actual wheel itself just a little bit more. It's an awesome feature. Super strong uh, beadlock lip there uh, with a super strong sidewall. Um, Let me just tell you all these tires are just trail eaters. They're killers, they're murderers of rocks and terrain and dirt and everything like that. Uh, highly recommend them, Super Grip ATV tires uh, on Instagram and Facebook, supergripatv.com. Tell them Racing on the Rocks sent you. if you guys have any questions for them. Other than that, reach out to your current retailer. Here's the big, big asterisk. Uh, there's a shipment coming in this very week and there's a shipment at the end of the month so they should be completely replenished soon. Another sponsor of ours is Dinojet Research Inc. Uh, Dinojet is a performance-based uh, UTV company and they specialize in tuners, they specialize in clutch kits. Um, let me just tell you, I'm running the Stage 2 kit on my 1000 XP and... I just talked about the 30 inch tire upgrade I did. The Super Grip ATV tires are heavier tire because they're so strong um, and they're a much more aggressive tire so they grip to everything. The clutch kit is these, I mean I have a couple upgrades that I really think you should do, but that clutch kit is in the top 5 for sure, um, only beaten by safety equipment and things like that. Let me tell you all. Paired with the tuner, the Power Vision 3 tuner, um, which not only adds extra horsepower, makes my car run just a little bit better, um, but the shift points are really, really smooth. Um, When this thing is in low, I really feel like I have a lot of my low range back. Um, I can crawl now with the Dynajet Stage 2 Clutch Kit because it comes with not only uh, new primary and secondary springs, but it also comes with completely adjustable Uh, clutch weights and what that lets you do, you know, compared to another provider of a clutch kit where you're just going to get a little, you know, it's like a little wing type thing. Uh, It's just, you know, it kind of weighs what it weighs and you put it in and that's the result you get. There's no customization. There's actually five slots on each clutch weight where you can manipulate uh, the weight, you know, distribution to either have more acceleration or have more torque um, at the point of engagement. It's really, really great. Um, It was very easy to use. I ran one of their setups right off the package, uh, right out of the paper, and it worked out perfect for me. In fact, I think it's probably a little uh, low for what I want, so I'm going to be able to go in there, make an adjustment to the weights, get in touch with Dynajet, see what they recommend in terms of what adjustment to make to have my car running exactly the way I want. I could run the car in high right now. Uh, and probably do some still gnarly hill climbs where the clutching is at because it's uh, clutched down a little bit. Um, But I think I'd rather keep the car in low and clutch up just slightly to get some of that uh, high wheel speed back. But all in all, the Dynojet Stage 2 kit with the Power Vision 3 tuner and the clutch kit um, has been one of the most important upgrades I've made to my car. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Tell them racing on the rocks and just see what they can do. Reach out to Dynojet, Matt, and... uh, he'll hook you up or you can go straight to the website also easier and you don't have to talk to people. Our third sponsor is infinite off-road infinite off-road. Uh, spoiler is actually going to be doing a giveaway with us next month. They had a a couple of extra products they threw our way and we're going to be doing a giveaway for June, uh, with infinite off-road and super pleased to have those guys on board. They make the first off, some of the most quality products in the lighting industry on the market. Uh, But also it's backed by a 25 year, you break it, they fix it warranty, even covering accidental damage, which is a huge thing. I mean, it's literally an unheard of warranty. Not only are you probably not going to have the machine you have right now in 25 years, I would say 1% of people will have the same machine. Um, But... Uh, even if you get into a, I saw a wreck claim, a truck had a light bar on the front and the guy wrecked it and uh, uh, Infinite Off-Road actually shipped them out a whole brand new light bar because it covers accidental damage. It's a no hassle claim process. Um, get in touch with them and they'll have it shipped out as soon as possible. Um, I know that they're experiencing just like everybody else, um, some possible shipping delays due to the virus, but uh, I promise they'll get you, not only they'll get you squared away, but they'll keep you in touch and keep you in contact with exactly where they are in the process. They also offer listeners of the show 10% off with coupon code ROCKS, R-O-C-K-S, at checkout. It's 10% off the entire website. Uh, they sell light bars, light pods, light whips, rock lights, wheel rings, and a number of other hard parts which you can get 10% off of at the website. InfiniteOffRoad.com, Infinite Offroad at Facebook and Instagram. Last but not least, All Things UTV. All Things UTV is basically the uh the end point for the rest of uh everything else I just talked about. Whether it's radius rods, trailing arms, suspension upgrades, uh you know, basically everything else, doors, performance accessories, uh things like that. Um one thing that's really unique and I mentioned earlier in the DynaJet speech that uh there's safety upgrades that I recommend, obviously a cage, harness and things like that, but one thing that All Things UTV has absolutely nailed is the inner fender liners um they're a couple hundred bucks and what they do is where your plastic firewall is and your wheel well in the front they create a steel um, steel fitted piece of metal there that basically makes your inner fender liner impenetrable so when you pair that with a with a good skid plate and the inner fender liners. You don't have to worry about sticks coming through your floorboard. You don't have to worry about you know the scary things you've seen where people have been getting impaled by sticks um, while they're trail riding. You just don't have to worry about it. It's absolutely awesome, hassle-free, and took me about 25 minutes to install. The fit is very tight, and, and some of the competitors of the Razor-Aid inner fender liners they have holes in them. It doesn't really make sense to me. Uh, don't buy the one with holes in it. Buy the one that's a complete sheet of metal from allthingsutv.com, allthingsutv on Facebook and Instagram. Okay, back to the show. Um, let me tell you guys this. Uh, Mitch is a great friend of mine. He's the one who actually introduced me to razors a long time ago. Today is a deep dive into Windrock Brimstone Royal Blue and all those wonderful things. If you're planning a trip, I'm really excited for you because we, uh, we kind of get a little wild, but uh, are a little loose and off track, but we share a little a couple of our stories and uh, some information about the parks. I hope you guys enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Without further ado, the powerful Mitch Kincaid.
1: Get a drink and gather round. Let's talk drivers. Let's talk rigs. Let's talk skill. You've got the best of the best in the off-road racing world. Have a seat at the table with us and let's talk about racing on the rocks. I look like I'm like
0: eight foot taller here. You're alive. Oh, hey y'all. Hey everybody. Um, This is my friend Mitch. Uh, Mitch is one of my good buddies. Um, We went to high school together, and Mitch is actually the one that got me into uh, Razors in the first place, so it's nice uh, to finally have Mitch on the show, and we're going to talk about some things we've done, some travels uh, that we've had. Um, We've been uh, all over Tennessee, everywhere in Alabama, and a couple places in Kentucky, but one of the main places that we go ride is Windrock, Brimstone, Roll Blue, uh, and a bunch of TWRA land, so what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about everything you need to successfully go ride at all of those locations and not, uh, end up dead in the woods somewhere. No promises, no promises. Uh, cause we've about come close to being dead in the woods multiple times. Uh, and then two, uh, trails, things like that must hits, uh, what's really good to ride out there. Um, also for full size and UTV cause it's very different. Um, We started going in, what, 2013 is when we started going to Winrock? Yeah, somewhere around when we graduated. Yeah, 2012, 2013. Yeah, 2012, (laughs) 2013, we started going to Winrock, and uh, we started going in 900 XP's uh, when they were the new hot commodity. And um, the thing that I realized pretty quick was you can cover a lot of ground in a UTV, and for those who don't know, I think Windrock, Brimstone, Royal Blue, and all the TWRA land all combined together—it's what like two hundred fifty thousand acres, something
1: like that. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah,
0: and it, it just—it's so funny because I come from a background with jeeps where we would go to adventure off-road park and we would ride—I don't know how long would we ride? We'd ride what four trails and it'd take us eight hours. Yeah, it's all day. Man. That's that's something I still don't understand about. The full size guys, I I know they can cover a lot of distance. Um, They can cover a lot of trails because it seems like every time I'm an adventure off road park or I'm at a place where a bunch of people are, they're always in my way. (laughs) And it's like I run into the same group and I'll go to the other side of the park and somehow I'll run into the same group and they're like still doing the same trail or going across the park one way. Yeah,
1: we rode, what, 120 miles last summer in Winrock on one day?
0: Yeah, and, and so we did, okay, I got to caveat that. We did 120 miles, but the last couple times that we've been going, we've been doing basically the the gate to Royal Blue to the prison at Winrock, and that's a lot of gravel roads, TWRA, it's some trails. Um, we went to the prison. We had like a lunch, late lunch, and then uh, – we made our way back, and actually, it's so funny, a thunderstorm hit, and uh, it was horrendous amounts of rain, and it ended up where we went to the Eternal Flame at night, and as soon as we got to the Eternal Flame, it was like cracking thunder, lightning, everything. It was absolutely just crazy. Um, so that being said, uh, the first thing I want to talk about is what do I need to successfully go out and... Uh, ride at these places because if you're from the east we we kind of have this really different style of riding here where we have a lot of private parks a lot of private land where you know at worst you're a 30-minute walk at worst from you know from your truck and trailer if you get a spare if you're really stranded or if you need help um, typically there's somebody around Uh, and and I know that's true for most of the private parks here in Tennessee in Alabama and Kentucky and so forth uh, but Winrock, Winrock's a different beast. It's different animal. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said earlier, I don't I don't know exactly the measurement on Winrock itself. I think it's seventy thousand. Seventy. Okay. Seventy thousand acres. So three hundred miles of trails, I think. And and if you go, you know, on any just random given weekend, you know, they, they have events at Winrock. They have events at Brimstone, where there'll be a little bit more traffic than normal, especially on the um, busier trails but um you can get yourself out there and you can get yourself on trails that maybe aren't marked and things like that and the next thing you know uh you don't know where you are and you may not have comms with your friends uh one thing that i always think about is we almost died at windrock well i won't (laughs) say we almost died but we almost uh got into a really really sideways situation um one thing that wind rock itself outside of the other entities is Windrock doesn't let you drink Windrock checks your cooler. Windrock is, is pretty adamant. I mean, how would you describe their, their drinking policy? They are, uh,
1: yeah, they're Jews when it comes to, to drinking. That's for sure. That's one way to say it. Uh, you gotta hide it. Yeah. You gotta hide yes, it. Thanks.
0: Well, OK, so one time we had that brilliant idea. We got a brand new gas tank and they poured a bunch of beer in it, trying to get it past the people. <laughs> Ended up horrible idea. I don't know if you guys know, beer sloshes around. If it's not completely full, and it loses its carbonation. And also when you put it in a new gas tank, there's this nice chemical taste that you get to it. So none of us have grown uh, a third eye or third arm yet, but uh, bad idea. So um, Don't do it. Yeah, but but they have random checkpoints at Winrock too, where they will check you for alcohol and things like that. And when when we say they're pretty serious, they're pretty thorough. They'll go through your entire cooler looking for anything.
1: Rightfully so. You probably should not drink. It.
0: Yeah, and that's that's probably something worth talking about. I know uh, it's a lovely truck passing our our temporary uh, our temporary studio for the quarantine is my current garage right now and there's the machine and all that kind of fun stuff but um, Windrock is not a place where you want to be out of control in terms of drinking because uh, if you go right up the the G1 trail there's just crosses like on the side and and, and, you know I have a a picture on my Instagram I'll I'll pull up here Um, see if I can get it to uh, share my own screen here uh, let me pop this out real quick. I've had, uh, it's been pretty funny. The last couple of weeks, I feel like I'm like 100 years old because I'm having a hard time working technology. And uh, I feel
1: I feel like, a, like I'm
0: uncoordinated and old. But so this picture right here uh, is just an example that when you're at Windrock, you really are on the side of these mountains. And a lot of times, if you guys have ever looked up uh, Widowmaker, which we'll talk <laughs> about in a second, Um, even G1, it's a, it's just a, a complete drop off, um, off the side of the mountain. Um, I mean, with, with pretty much little to no warning. And the reason I bring it up is because if I was drinking and, you know, it was dark or, you know, anything along those lines that could, uh, that could be your life pretty quick. And and it, and it seems that, uh, there, here's a good example. There's G1 right there off G1. Um,
1: you know, I don't know one wrong move you're on four or five hundred foot cliff i mean
0: <clears throat> yeah it's pretty serious so th- the reason i bring that up is you know we're going we'll talk about drinking and all that kind of fun stuff but you really should be mindful um, of what you're doing there and it is to be noted it is prohibited at winrock not at uh, brimstone or in the other ones. however going on um uh what were we talking about before we started about talking about drinking oh boy uh I don't remember. remember. Yeah. I got to pull the chat up. Maybe, maybe you guys can, uh, can help me. Here we go. What's up everybody. Uh, Evan, we are, uh, accepting questions by the way. Thanks Evan. Um, Evan is Mitch's brother, by the way, Uh, Tammy. Yeah. Um, but however, um, you know, Windrock is really, really cool because it actually sets itself apart from the other ones. It's probably the most, um, like friendly in terms of amenities <laughs> in terms of maps things like that uh Winrocks mapping is really well laid out Winrocks nice. mapping is um, very concise the the general store is super nice everything is like real expensive so if you have something um or you you know I would not ever plan on going to get something at the general store it's a bad idea um but they have it. They have it if you need it. It's kind of a, it's kind of a last ditch. You know, I, I'm not going to be able to go out at one o'clock in the morning and go get this, or you know, it's four forty five, <laughs> and you know, you just need something. It's there. It's a good option if it's there.
1: I also have an ma- uh, app with the maps too. That's
0: I didn't a- even know that. Yeah. So they've got a map. Uh, you can download it on your phone. Or, yeah, I know a lot of the maps that we use. Y'all use Google Maps for all this land, don't you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because if you if you actually, I mean, you can download portions of Google and like download certain sections you just have to look it up online and google on how to do it and that way when you have no service it's actually saved on your phone and you can zoom in and, and, and most of the time over uh, you know from the like the satellite view of everything you can actually see the trails and, and pretty much find your way where you're going uh especially helps get into landmarks like the windmill and the jail and stuff like that but um most of the time when we go to winrock uh it's really good to have communication if you have CB. Uh, I've got a little handheld rugged radio uh, that I like to use. Um, communication is really important because there was a time where we actually got split up. Uh, I, I kind of let off with the with the drinking piece of it because um, Mitch's famous line is, they force you to drink hard liquor because, <laughs> you know, if they're going to go through and check, you can't take beer or anything. So, you know, you kind of have to hide it to a certain degree. And
1: Do um, as I say, not as I do.
0: Yeah, that's a good way to put it And and uh, we long story short, we got a little split up. Um, you know, I think the the guy that I was riding with, he took a right, Mitch took a left and we didn't have communications at the time other than our phones uh, and the phone service out there is spotty at best. And um, it actually ended, you know, to, to to you know, kind of move on from that story and ended up with we found some locals and the locals actually went out into the trails and covered a ton of ground and uh, they found them thank god they found them and they somehow managed to hobble us back i think one of us was almost out of gas and the other one was uh had, had a flat tire so that's the only reason they found us was that it they're trying to fix that tire yeah <clears throat> so this guy here if you don't like talking about equipment to take uh communications it was the with moral of that little story uh, mm-hmm but also uh, tire plugs. This guy is the tire mender. I have seen him put more plugs and more tires, uh, more big horns. Let me say that the big horns, big horns are a great tire, but the sidewalls are weak. And I think, uh, it was one of the trips. I want to say it was the trip where we got separated. We pulled up on the trail. We were going, um, there's two entrances, entrances to the actual wind rock. Um, what's up Curtis? Uh, two entrances to the actual wind rock park. Um, one is the main trailhead that'll take you up G1, and then there's another one, I think, I, I believe it's trail two, two I think. that like kind of loops you around, and that's where we go um, to hit 16. But uh, that one, they have people there, both of them, checking coolers, all that kind of fun stuff, two security guards. Um, but we went in that way, and we weren't on the trail for six minutes, and he had somehow blown a flat. So uh, it's a real crappy way to end your day if you don't have patches plugs slime it's kind of one of those things bring everything you can just bring a tire bring an extra tire that's a good one too have the extra stuff too in a toolbox if you bring Mm -hmm. anything
1: bring a tire yeah i think i think the tire and the wrench
0: to take yeah the socket if you if you have if you have aftermarket wheels make sure you have the specialty socket um and that's a really good thing to talk about too is some of the tools that i carry um if you are in the razor game or the utv game for any length of time you should have every tool you need to take your razor apart completely. I don't think, I think the things I don't have are things to take out the engine and transmission. Other than that, I have a toolbox and I have tools that can get the part off, out, whatever you want to call it. Um, I can, I can fix just about anything. Um, When I go to Windrock, I carry spare hubs, wheel bearings, um, radius rods, A-arms, just about everything other I mean I have a spare tire actually on my car right there um, yeah there it is uh, I carry everything I can fuses um, you really need to take everything fuses are a big one too Especially yeah. you got the new power steering thing yeah uh, my thing is my my uh, my speakers I'm not someone who likes to listen to music that much but I have a like a rear chase bar on mine because I don't I have a bed delete because of the spare tire so I use my chase bars, my brake lights. Uh, last time we were up there, chase bar was on, speakers turned on, and I think I tried to use my winch, and I fried it, and I couldn't figure out what it was. And um, I know the the one that the fuse that hooks up to the accessory line is something weird. It's it's like a um, I forget what it's called. I'm drawing blank. It's like a like a T R E N D or something like that. Uh, fuse it's not the accessory fuse it was it was weird the one that blew so i always keep extra fuses with me um so that doesn't have happen again and also it's probably worth going through and rewiring some things so that doesn't happen again um but uh mm-hmm. i take a milwaukee impact with all the metric tools on there uh, I take, like I said, tire plugs. Those are the ones you're really going to have zip ties, zip ties, zip ties can fix everything. I've got three or four like full packs of zip ties and also axles. Uh, I take, I mean, you might as well just take everything if you've got it, take it. And, and a lot of times you can hobble your way back to the truck. If you break an axle, it's not going to end your day. If you, uh, you know, blow a fuse, it's probably not going to end your day. Um, but it's always helpful to have those things so you guys can keep going air uh-huh. air pump that's another really big one is is uh, an air pump too because what we have done in the past and to kind of branch into the the actual talk about the parks and things like that is we've done trips where we we leave about seven thirty eight o'clock in the morning and we go out what six hours seven hours one way we'll go six or seven hours one way um, I think in the past that has primarily been, um i think we've done trips where we've just explored for six or seven hours and then we've done like destination like like i said the gate of royal blue all the way over to the jail on the other side of windrock and then back um but you know you just got to have the mindset that you're not out there you know if you're if you're an east coast guy or if you're someone who's from the west coast looking to make this trail looking to come visit windrock you're not there to hit the craziest trail that they have there you're there to uh, kind of see the sides, hit some trails while you're at it. You're not trying to blow the machine out. Um, and a lot of people out there um, go out there and have the tendency to hit, you know, want to hit the crazy double black diamond trail that's, you know, 50 miles back in the woods. You got to think about your machine. How are you going to get it back? And uh, I, I, I've seen people, I'm, I'm a, a member of the Winrock Riders group on Facebook. People go ride Winrock by themselves. And that is terrifying. Yeah, there's a difference in... AOP or a thousand acre place in
1: Winrock. Winrock, I mean you're like you said, you go hours out and you're hours back
0: to your truck. I mean you gotta really plan what you're doing for sure. I saw a guy last night and he was uh he's like on trail sixteen, need a pull about to flip over. That was a Facebook status. And I was just like, What why have you generated this situation where you can where you can be in this for sure? Yeah, it's not a place you want to go by yourself no especially especially trail 16. so we'll talk about it let's talk about windrock um i'm gonna pull the map up here for windrock Rock. Uh, do winch get you a winch yeah
1: normal people like us not you racer guys y'all do whatever you want but get you a winch you might never use it but the day you do use it you're gonna be glad you got it i think a winch
0: is something you should already have on every car okay so i'm gonna do a little bit of uh talking about this map if you're listening to the audio only version I'm gonna do the best I can, but highly recommend checking out the YouTube Facebook version, uh, so you guys can see uh, exactly what we're talking about. Parking uh, lot. Parking lot is right here next to. Wait, I mean, where are? Uh, right, it's downhill bicycle course. Winrock Road. P one. No, no, no. It's, it's a. Uh, where's twenty two? Right here. Okay, so there's the parking lot. All right. So if everyone, uh, oops, do that again. Everyone can see here this P1 22 area. So that's actually where the general <laughs> store is, and you'll see the downhill bicycle course is there as well. Um, I'm actually we have mountain bike before, we're not any good at it by chance, but uh, I would love to go down there and try and mountain bike some of those courses. You know, you're crazy, yeah, you risk your life. Those you can, are some serious.
1: You can hear these guys yelling from three miles away while they're going down these downhill bikes and and all you
0: really hear is you hear like the the chain or i don't i don't know how a bike works but you hear
1: the the and it's yeah it's
0: just ripping so it is it's like a
1: truck they load up in the back of a truck to the top of the mountain and then they ride straight down the mountain there's no it's just downhill craziness
0: it's a it's a lot like what you would see on like red bull rampage where that where they do like colorado wood stuff um that kind of thing so uh curtis uh Windrock is about 70,000 acres. Um, Now, we're also going to talk about Brimstone, Roll Blue, and TWRA land that makes it into, you know, Windrock turns into 250,000 acres or something crazy. It's not an exact number. Um, But some things to hit at Windrock is we mentioned earlier uh, about um, being able to go into Windrock two different locations. So P1 uh, in this downhill bicycle course where you actually follow... Uh, the g1 trail up here if you see it's got it's got 15 right here if i'm not mistaken that is actually g1 where g1 uh like that's how you go up the mountain right there and it turns into g1 up here uh but that's how you actually get on the mountain is is through either 22 1 2 or this main road right here i don't know why they're not showing it uh like that but Fifteen is actually, if I'm not mistaken, it's Rattle Rock, and that's a huge bouncer trail. We've driven beside it, and it's one of those that you—I mean, if you're in a UTV, absolutely not. Um, but if you're in a buggy, go for it. It's right off the parking lot, and it's nasty right out of the gate. It's a great way to end your day quick because it's brutal. Um, however, if we're trying to go to the um, Brushy Mountain State Penitentiary, what we typically will do for starting at Winrock is we'll ride 22 which p1 is right here this is the parking lot area if you just take a left right out of the parking lot hit 22 now 22 i've seen some pictures of it recently i think they just repaved it i think they're working on it right now. yeah like it's this dude it was so washed out that vehicles were flipping over just like as they were <clears throat> um it's been a while since we've hit this side of Winrock, um but i can tell you that 22 is a really good trail yeah. If you're if you're trying to go out there and actually do some good trail riding in a in UTV uh, or a full size, it's a pretty it's a pretty gnarly trail. Um, I think right out of the gate, probably about a mile in, you had a pretty serious hill climb. Oh, it's cool because you can either take
1: gravel road to where 22 ends up, or you can mm-hmm. take a trail 22 to where to get to, you know it's yeah. a destination trail too.
0: Yeah, absolutely, because 22 ultimately it kicks you over to the left side of the park, yeah. and you you Mitch is exactly right. 22 ultimately eat, eat, uh, up, ends up meeting with uh, G22 up here. If you're looking at the video version, I've got my mouse on it, and also G5. <clears throat> and G5, <clears throat> excuse me, G5 is actually what will carry you over to the other side of the park um, to help you keep going towards the penitentiary. But 22 is an awesome trail. There's a lot of really good views on that. Uh, it actually winds you through the creek a little bit there. Waterfall too.
1: Like uh, Ridge thing or
0: something? I don't know, man. It's been a while since we've done 22. I think that from the pictures I've seen from it, it looks very different than what we did. So take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt about this side of the park. Um, 22 is a great trail. It's still marked blue as of today. It's not black or anything like that. I would imagine with the fact that they're doing maintenance on it right now, that they're trying to keep it blue, which would make sense to me. Yeah. Because it's a pretty, I mean, it's the fastest way. It's well I won't say the fastest, but it's probably the most fun way to get to the left side of the park. But anyways, you hit twenty two. Uh, twenty one is a good trail too, but it's pretty it can get a little gnarly. Um that's, that's a little It's like real rocky. Oh, yeah. Um, um that's the thing about
1: windrock. You get when you get in the harder trails, it's just there's a bunch of rock stuff. I stuff. Mean, yeah. Windrock
0: is full of it is Windrock, you'll break your step for sure. Yeah, it's a lot rougher on parts. Um <clears> rocks are bigger and the turns are tighter and the drop-offs on the side of the trail are much more severe yeah um that's that's for sure but probably the best place to go ride right? yeah if you're trying to go ride trails 100 percent rocks the best place to go uh and we'll, like i said we'll talk about brimstone and all that stuff shortly and it's a little different uh in terms of the kind of trails but if you're trying to go to some good technical trails that'll give you a good challenge when a great park and pretty and scenery probably prettier than the other th- other any three options yeah, for yeah. sure um, but 22 up to G5, and I know in uh, in the past we've always done uh, uh, we've always gone down G5, followed G6 down here if you're following on here, and then to 27. Now 27 it actually dead ends, and you can see that on the map there. Um, I'm not sure if they've fixed it or I'm going to air close here fixed it, um, but there is a a cow path slash side trail that dumps off into a creek at the end of 27 and if you're if you're on 27 here i'm gonna gonna take that off the map for a second if you're going to 27 and you hit the dead end immediately to your left there's these drop down um kind of just bypass trails and they'll dump you into a creek you follow that creek straight out and it literally takes you into the town of petros where the jail is yeah uh, where the jail is and also from the creek to a neighborhood yes (laughs) to the jail basically it's it's really weird but everybody knows it It, it's okay you can do it (laughs) yeah i the last time that we went to petros i mean we had state troopers passes we had county police passes um they didn't didn't pull us over or do anything i i don't have tags um i had brake lights on my vehicle and all that kind of fun stuff i was you know about as legal as everybody else without tags, I guess is the right way to say that. But anyways, it's a good place. If you're trying to get to the jail, that's probably the fastest way to get there. The um, Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. It's a really good trail too.
1: Cause we went for years and you couldn't get into the jail. So
0: yeah, the jail itself. We'll talk about that is, uh, kind of crazy. The storyline we used to come down when we were coming in 2012, <clears> 2013, <throat> we would come down to the jail and the guy that lives across the street, he like works for the fire department or something. He, uh, would you know jump in his razor? You hear him come running down the road, and he'd tell you to get out, or you know, he has to call the cops, blah blah blah. And you know, if he's feeling particularly nice, which I think he's a really nice guy, uh, because I'm sure he dealt with it all the time, is he tell you a little bit about what the jail was, uh, and where you were and stuff like that. But, um, it's amazing. They've opened it up, they've turned it into a distillery. Everyone's pretty familiar with that Brushy Mountain, uh, distillery. It's a restaurant now you can go have lunch at. They're open again from the quarantine, from what I understand. Uh, So they're open now, uh, and I don't know the hours, but uh, you can definitely do some research on Facebook or go to their website, uh, Brushy Mountain State Penitentiary, and you should be able to find it pretty quick. Um, Who's the guy that was kept there? Uh, Oh, James Earl Ray, the guy that uh, assassinated Dr. King in the 60s, '60s, 70s? Something like that. Something like that. You know, Um, um, yeah, I, I work on razors. Pretty cool. Pretty, <laughs> yeah. cool stuff. pretty cool stuff. Yeah, it is really cool. And they got good food. They do have good food. Uh, we did a tour of the prison the last time we were there. It was super informative. Uh, I think it was 10 bucks or something. It was pretty cheap. Um, but it was really, really fun. I highly recommend If you've never been to Winrock, you want to hit some good trails, that's a great way to start. takes about, I don't know what. If you start at 8, you'll be there at 1. If you ride like at a moderate pace, we we have a bad habit of riding real fast. Um, I think the last time we went to Windrock, we were averaging probably 30 miles an hour because yeah, we, we, were, we, were, we rode a lot of gravel roads. And I'll talk again, I'll talk a little bit more about that. But um, that's a great way to do it. Um, I've got pulled up here how to get to the windmills. That's always one that people like to know. Um, go up 26 over to 36 or 35. So let's find 26 here.
1: windmills are a must mean, it's a it's not that technical to get there but it's a cool yeah
0: so here's here's 26 over here it says uh up 26 and then 35 or 36 and i'm assuming that the windmills are in this area right here i think so um you pretty much once you see them just drive to them i know that sounds there's only one
1: trail once you start seeing them there's only really one route to get there isn't it yep yep
0: sorry i forgot you guys didn't get a chance to see the screen so here's the screen um if you look over the bottom left corner here uh they were saying up 26 35 36 and then the windmill should be in this area right here you can't miss it yeah once you once you see them if you just keep driving towards them uh you should be you should be fine to figure find your way uh to the bottom of them pretty cool a uh, really cool thing if you're gonna go it's worth watching worth looking into um, brims are one more side of wind rock that if you're there to hit trails and that's your goal is to get some good trail riding you will not be 16 and 12 16 over the years has gotten rough real rough um, definitely need a winch definitely needs a spare tire at least one in your group um 16 is probably my favorite trail because it spans a large portion of the mountain takes a long time to run it's got a little bit of everything it's got some hill climbs it's got some rock (coughs) climbs it's got rock gardens it's got fast sections it's awesome yeah 16 is cool that's a good one and it's got mud pits at the very end if you're coming from two like from the parking lot side to going in mud is your thing at the very end of the 16 trail you got just super deep mud pits we don't recommend mud i don't Um, like mud um, however you can take uh, I'll pull this map back up for y'all um, if I can get this work here so pull our map back up you take 16 and you can see here if I can get it all navigated back over here um, 16 goes for forever so here's two you take two to 16 16 goes all the way around and then uh, What we've done in the past is jump on G1 and then 37, and you take 9 to 12. Or uh, that that just gets you the back portion of 12, and you can kind of run 12 backwards. Um, Or what you can do is you can jump on G1. You can hit this little connector between G1 and G9, and we ride 13. 13 is not bad. It's got some mud holes in it, Um, nothing that's crazy deep or anything. And that'll put you at the start of 12 right there. And then you run 12 back. And I think the last time we went up nine, uh, like 12 to nine. Because you want to ride 12 really one way, right? Yeah, there is one way. And I can't remember. Um, If I'm not mistaken. Because you don't want to go the other way. If I'm not mistaken, I think the way that you, I'm using air quotes here, want to ride 12. If you want to climb out of 12, if you want to climb 12 the hardest way possible, if I'm not mistaken, you ride nine And then into 12 yeah you Um, either go
1: up or you go down
0: yes so if you want the hard way take nine to 12 and that should put you starting (laughs) 12 at the lowest point um and and feel free anyone who's who's out there who knows this better than us uh you know please correct us um but if you start 12 and uh from 13 it'll actually dump you out at the top and you'll actually end up climbing down we've done it both ways going up 12 well, last time we went, which was 2015, 14, somewhere in that range, it wasn't terrible. It's a good climb. However, it's gotten rougher for sure. I've seen pictures of 12. It's gotten rough for sure. It's um, a pretty trail, though, I think. Yeah. So I got a, we got a question about trail width. Um, trail width is
1: 93 inches. How wide is it? Normal, is it? Uh, 64. Yeah, Yeah, so the
0: standard ones are 64 inches, like the 1,000 XPs, and then Turbo S is 72. You might have some issues, David. Uh, Not really in Windrod, but more in Brimstone, you'd have issues. I'm thinking in 12. Like in the 12, (coughs) 16, you'll be fine for sure. 16 is made for full size. 12, there's cutoff everywhere.
1: You might have some issues in that big
0: big rig. Yeah, uh, I think if you stayed in 12, uh, if you stayed just in the creek, you're going to find some bigger rocks in the creek you're going to find a little bit more obviously some more depth and stuff um but you I'm, I'm confident that you could make it through 12. now i will say that a lot of these trails that are more narrow are marked atv only yeah they're well marked yeah
1: they'll have you can it'll say you can bring a g bring bring an atv or you can bring a razor or you can bring
0: whatever you want but
1: yeah oh johnny kincaid down here huh? yeah
0: that's you. that's your daddy isn't that nice um but 12 is an excellent trail. Uh, we've run it both ways. It's probably 16 to 12 is probably the best, best trails you can ride there. Um, that's if you're going for show riding, that's it. But, uh, let's talk about brimstone. Let's talk about Royal blue. Everybody knows brimstone because of the Paragon event that uh, happens there every year. It's the white knuckle event. I think they had something like a hundred thousand people or something one year, uh, 200,000. I don't remember. Like they have huge country music concerts. It's crazy huge. Brimstone is awesome. Let me pull up the Brimstone map here. Brimstone is awesome if you like to cruise. Um, you can get yourself into some pretty hairy situations. I know that there's a bunch of like 95Y and like da 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 Y trails and and all this and that that are like uh, you know a little bit harder, but. Why don't you talk a little bit about Brimstone,
1: uh, Brimstone. I mean, I would say Brimstone's not as rough as some of Winrock. I would agree, but it's kind of the same kind of ride. But he's right. You there. There's uh, there's a few trails you can get some hairy, hairy situations because it's not as rocky. I would say as Winrock, but it's more rutted and hillier and stuff like that. If you want a family ride, you go to Royal Blue. If you want to in between, you go to Brimstone. If you want everything and some hardcore stuff you go to win rock really
0: yeah that's that's probably the best way to say it um so let me make sure everybody can see this map here um so this is actually the map i know it's probably a little small for you guys who are watching youtube but uh there's a map that brimstone puts out this is what you'll get um if you go into the normal trailhead for brimstone or if you go into where the cabins are i know every time that we've been to brimstone we stay at a cabin um which is cool. It's Dude. Out in the middle of the woods. Yeah. If you're going to go and you've got a little extra money to spend on where you're going to stay.
1: Shout out to JK.
0: Yeah. Shout out to JK. Uh, get you a cabin. It's really funny, actually. The cabin that we stay in is, I think, the farthest one away from the trailhead. It's as far back as you can go. And uh, we found, one time we were staying in the cabin, and we found this box. And in this box, this <laughs> is kind of messed up.
1: That'll uh, be posting a picture,
0: here, but. yeah. So, uh, in this box, in this cabinet, Brimstone, which is on the very top, very back of the woods mountains, um, there were some jorts. Very nice jorts. And there was no explanation. It was just a pair of jorts. It was kind of a box that looked like you put cremations in this box. Yeah, like a, on your like a memorial. Yeah, a memorialization. It was um, anyways, long story was short, Mitch bust out and wears the jorts. Uh, Weird so, things
1: happen after 9.30 p.m. Yeah, if
0: if you have been in that cabin and you know the story behind <laughs> the jorts, please send them to Racing on the Rock so that I can make Mitch feel bad about desecrating someone's... okay. Uh, I
1: thought we were never going to talk about this. Yeah. <coughs> yeah,
0: So, always fun things at <laughs> Brimstone's Cabins. Um, Brimstone has a has a really interesting check-in system. Uh, I know that when Rock passes, you can buy online. And there's a place to buy them at the park and things like that but brimstone you actually have to go I think there's a, if I'm not mistaken there may be more than one place to buy but we've always bought them at the brimstone trailhead and the way that brimstone works is it's a place called Huntsville Tennessee and it looks like a gas station and they've converted it into like a check-in point and it's literally off the main road it's it's very
1: main island.
0: Right? yeah it's, it's kind of strange because you pull in and then you go about what five five miles back into the woods And then that's when you would have gotten to that farthest uh farthest cabin back it's really it's really far away from the trailhead um whatever i guess but uh brimstone is the trails are mapped really well it's a lot easier riding um there's definitely some rocks there's definitely some hill climbs you can get yourself into uh but if i were to take my family we'd be going to brimstone we'd be going to royal blue uh probably brimstone i think royal blue in my opinion is too too easy, not enough excitement. uh You could probably run most of the trails at Royal Blue and what at what twenty miles an hour. Wow! Well, no. Yeah, I would say you could probably run most of them. <laughs> but at if you're taking down. your
1: Honda, whatever those you know, four scenery and the family, I mean, that's that's nice. It's still pretty. Yeah, you're in the same area. Yeah, i are going for scenery. Royal Blue. I mean, any of them are nice. rock winds. They're all well marked. <clears> that's the beauty of these
0: places. Yeah, they are, and they're all connected. <clears throat> um, but but brimstone's really cool. Uh, obviously, the eternal flame is at brimstone. Uh, if you don't know how to get there, I'm not going to give you exact instructions because the trail that we normally use, I just got word just got shut down. Oh, the one that we went up last time.
1: You hear that, John? John boy.
0: Yeah, the one where we came out. I'm I know. I know. It's kindred. <laughs> I, I changed it, Matthew. <laughs> um, the one that we went up. Or the one, the way I don't even know how we got down there. It was raining and thunderstorming the last time we went down there. But coming out of it, there's one trail that Brimstone has that's maybe TWRA land that's clearly denoted that'll get you down to the uh, ring or the eternal flame. Let me tell y'all, it has gotten so washed out and so just rutted and nasty that there were a couple parts where I had to come to a complete stop, and make sure that there was enough width on the trail for my razor to make it through. Um, I'm in a 64 inch model and you know, my butt cheeks were eating the seat a couple of times. the The trail maintenance at Brimstone and TWRA is minimal. It's minimal, and I think the way that they, you know, here, here's kind of the way I look at it. Okay, you have this big mountain. There's a bunch of trails on it. New trails probably all the time. Um, there's not really any way you can get heavy equipment back there to maintain any of these trails. So what they do is they just dump big rocks in front of them, and now you can't go down them. Now. Well, I mean,
1: you get you, Windrock and Brimstone are privately owned too. TWRA is owned
0: by the state, so they. I mean, but there's uh, Brimstone. There? Brimstone. I think the Eternal Flame is on, <coughs> is on TWRA land. It is. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So that's that's kind of what I'm getting at. Is like <coughs> TWRA, Brimstone. The the lines get a little blurred once you start really going out there. Um, to ride TWRA land, you just need a day, a high impact license that you can get from twra yeah. TWRA's website, something like that. Something something like 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 what, that. TWRA, or yeah, eighteen bucks. It's eighteen bucks for a day per person in your vehicle. But TWRA, I mean, that's where you see the cool stuff. I mean, that's where you see the abandoned mines. That's where you see the sand
1: pit on top of the mountain. Yeah,
0: we'll talk dragon. about Dragon's Back because that's my favorite trail ever. Um, okay, yeah, we're getting some some recent. Uh, wow, got no longer burning. flames not burning anymore. And by the way, when you're riding, pick up your beer cans. The flames trashed. Y'all, we're going to lose all this land out here. I had a discussion with Phil uh, Licchiarty, who, who lives right near the Rubicon Trail, and he's saying that they have police officers out there now because of pollution, and not pollution, but uh, trash, just people who don't leave their stuff, and they're they're looking at shutting down the Rubicon. They're looking at shutting down the, the uh, dunes out there. The West is way more progressive than the East Coast, and uh, I would really, really hate to lose places like Winrock and TWRA land because people just leave beer cans everywhere. Just clean up after yourself. That's all. That's all it really is, and all it really takes. It's not that hard. Um, But that's my piece on that. But uh, Eternal Flame, it's kind of on that border. You get your high impact license to get through the TWRA land. I don't think that we've personally ever seen anybody uh, or any like uh, state park rangers or anything like that. I don't think we've ever seen them there, but uh, they're they're out there for sure. Uh, And it's definitely um, it's definitely one of those things where. You would hate to be caught and get a ticket because you didn't buy an $18 license. So buy your license. But um Eternal Flame's really cool. There's also the the famous, I gotta I'll pull it up a picture because I don't know where it is or how to describe it. It's on the way to the Eternal Flame. It is the um the little mini waterfall overhang that people drive their razors off of. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Here, here it is. I Googled Brimstone Waterfall jump. I saw somebody destroy their razor on Instagram. Yeah, I dude. I <laughs> don't recommend jumping a razor off a waterfall. Just uh, a look at it. Yeah. So it's beautiful, uh, and we have our. We actually have pictures of us there, and I'll, I'll try and find them. But um, this is a pretty. It's a pretty low res image there, but uh, that's out there. You can drive your razor right up on there. Um, really cool. You know, a good time. It's out there in TWRA Brimstone kind of meshed area. I think that this is on the way to the flame. If you follow, you know, if you ask around a little bit, this is this is uh, on the way to the flame. That's really the best I could tell you about it. Um, Johnny, the one who who we're talking to uh, via the comments here, is is normally our navigator. Um, Johnny, if you don't mind, tell me what uh, trail map system you have. I think you use you downloaded some maps from a guy. Uh, you let me know.
1: I think he just, you just got to go out there and explore for. That's what he does. Yeah. Um, find the way and then go back and ride it again. Really. Yeah.
0: Johnny's got a four seater that he's got loaded <laughs> down with gear and recovery equipment and things like that. Where you know he'll go out for a weekend and he'll just <clears throat> cover miles and he'll just map it out himself and he'll get familiar with the trails. Um, <clears throat> that's really the best way to do it for Especially sure. T W T W R A land. is not map like. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, TWRA land is is but difficult. like we
1: said. That's where the pretty, that's where the cool stuff is. the
0: yeah. flame and everything. And even then, man, I mean, so we'll talk about the, the dragons back, Panama Beach or Panama City, um, Widowmaker. Those are three things that are all within about a, about a mile of each other. And when I say a mile, I mean uh, you know if you are coming from Windrock through TWRA land up to go to Royal Blue, like everyone knows the Mexican restaurant at Royal Blue. If you type that in as a destination, um, it'll come up. But uh, Johnny just got—it's called Map My Razor Ride—is the uh, application that he uses. Um, so feel free to check that out. But uh, if you're coming from Winrock, you're going to have to go up Widowmaker. We went up Widowmaker, <clears throat> I think, only once because the trail going up to it is pretty rough. Which one's? That's true. the one where you you start in the street, and you drop down, oh, and it's the really long that, yeah. clump, and then it's and then you go up. And you remember the one where we were like. 2,000 feet on one side. It's like crazy amount of feet. Yeah. So uh, let's get back to us. Going up nor down that good of a time. I mean, it's sketchy. It's better mm-hmm. going down for sure. So if you start from the Windrock side, it'll dump you out on this road and then you'll go, you kind of drop down and you go up this really long climb. Uh, that climb's gotten pretty rough up to the Widowmaker, up to Panama City. Um, I would definitely recommend you have a winch if you're trying to get to either, you know, this location from either direction. Uh, but it's a, uh, it's a really gnarly climb. If you like good climbs, it's not necessarily steep. It's just rough technical rocks. And then once you get to the Widowmaker, the Widowmaker <clears> is—once uh, you describe it, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and find it here on my Instagram. I got a video of you pulling up it. at this? Really you know the one where uh, it's really narrow and then it's like a big rock ledge, and the 900 and your front wheels came up. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's one. That's what we're talking about. It's what the trail is maybe like six feet wide
0: some maybe yeah uh, and it narrows it like narrows <coughs> into this crazy rock ledge yeah it narrows into a big which this video does no justice
1: but on the other side of it is a 300 foot just drop off is what we're getting at you just got to be careful out there but it is well worth the climb this is when we're in 900s I guess
0: you know here I got to change it over to the right window here. but
1: once you get past this you, you end up in the sand dunes which is the crazy sense like being at the beach on top of East Tennessee. It's a crazy thing.
0: Get her big girl.
1: <laughs> we were there when you had to wear orange At T-Dub in hunting season. You had to wear orange.
0: So you can Get see, her, I mean, it narrows out. You got you got probably about 10 feet, and then it narrows down about six feet. You got this pretty decent uh, incline that's climb right there. Uh, it's it's pretty Get for real. Her, it's pretty for real of a of a climb. Um, I've seen people climb it when it's wet, but I would highly recommend against <laughs> that. Um, it's not a good idea wet. I wouldn't do it wet ever. Something about the edge being a huge
1: drop off to really get to you. Yeah,
0: if you if you go over, you're dead. One hundred and ten percent, you're you die.
1: That's roll cage ain't gonna save you
0: No, it's uh, you know, maybe you'll hit a tree and it'll slow you down a little bit, but uh, it's definitely one of those things where going to Panama City have a winch and you can make that climb fairly easy uh, just if you're being cautious just I wouldn't recommend you know being crazy there uh, but what I'm gonna do is I'm actually gonna pull up a picture of Panama City um, Man, I got all these cool pictures I've never I didn't use all right we're back uh, turns out you're in your garage. Uh, your machine will overheat. <laughs> so we are back. Um I believe we were talking about what? When Grimstone, roll Blue? Going up the Oh, the Widowmaker. Widowmaker. Yeah, and I was gonna find uh, <coughs> I was gonna find a uh, COVID props. Yeah, man. How you been holding up in quarantine? Uh you know, just COVID ended up. What are your thoughts on all of it?
1: Uh, you really know,
0: right? Yeah, tell
1: us. Well, I'm just going to say that I shook hands this morning with a brain surgeon. So take that how you will. He shook my hand. He's been a brain surgeon for 32 years. What does that, make you, what, what does that mean? Well, a brain surgeon touched my hand and I haven't seen him in years. Is it so. is it like blessed now or what are you getting at? I'm getting at that. I don't, if the brain surgeons touch my hands, I don't think it's as big of a deal as we think it is, as the media blows it up to be.
0: I would, you know probably, I'm saying? I would probably agree with you that the media has, has blown it up.
1: Well-educated man shook my hands this morning. Yeah, not going to say I'm well-educated, but he is.
0: I am. I shook your hand this morning. I don't know. If you All know. right. <laughs> so we're going to... Uh, we had to move inside. Yeah, because... His computer needs cool. a radiator. That's a fact. If I can get me an air cooler for this thing. Let me know. Um, but here is a... Uh, that's
1: a sand pits, huh?
0: That's the sand pits, man. And uh that's on top of the Widowmaker. It takes you right up to the top. It's probably one of the coolest places uh, that you can go riding because it really is sandstone that's been mined down into this fine um beach sand. That's yeah. Crazy. It's it's awesome. And You're all on the top of the mountain. It's a yeah, crazy sand. Yeah. Uh this picture is balanced by
1: which that's a picture you got a bunch of rocks in there, but there's actual just like sand yeah I
0: mean, it looks like a beach
1: at some of these places.
0: Yeah so here's here's one of the pictures uh, where you know this is off the top and this is kind of off to the side just a little bit and I, I think I've seen a picture of your dad you know his razor completely sunk in that mud puddle in fact
1: right there yeah yeah. Um,
0: yeah. but it's kind of crazy because it really takes you to like a, a Colorado like a mountain just not Tennessee. You can get lost especially on like a foggy morning like what you're seeing here, be yeah, it's all sandstone. And that's why if you go up there, what's really crazy to me is that you'll see like 40 inch tall tires, which means like a full size rig got up there. And I don't know how you do that. Mm, it's tight. Yeah. But that that kind of leads us to going up to the other side. If you go up to the other side from the Royal Blue <laughs> side, you'll go up my favorite trail I've ever been on in my entire life. I had this on the, on the back of my phone for the longest time. The trail is called the dragon's bag and it's got like grippy stone, like sandstone. It's got a little bit of mud. It's got dirt. It's got open, it's got gravel. It's literally got everything. It's got this really technical section, which the buggy that I have pictured here, um, small buggy. It actually, uh, Sitting right on this nice crack where people go flip for some reason. If you ever go watch a video on YouTube, people flip at this one part of the dragon's back. And it doesn't really make sense to me why they flip. I mean. JK flipped there. JK. JK did flip there. I got a picture of him <laughs> him flipped over there. Let's see if I can find it. But, um, hey, get
1: down in it, I mean. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Tell me. Really cool trailer. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about PWRA uh, land, though.
1: TWRA uh, Well, it's uh I compare TWR anyway, kind of like Wind Rock. It's more like Wind Rock, but not uncharted. And you really gotta know somebody or know somewhere to know where you're going. There's no maps really, but that's where you want to ride. If you want to see the pretty stuff and the untouched stuff and the sand pits and the dragon back that he's talking about and all this cool stuff, that's where you want to go ride. But it takes a while to get there you gotta you gotta know where you're going is the biggest part so you gotta go out there and explore but even exploring out there i mean you're just it's just beautiful you'll have a good time just going out there really so but if you want to have a good time go to twra land that's some cool stuff out there for sure yeah they can get technical fast i mean
0: yeah and you can get like i said you have to have communications and you have to have gear to get back uh, no service out there this is a good picture of uh, our crew out there. and uh, There's a lot of fun. Yeah, I look like a meth dealer I yeah. look like from Breaking Bad. We Which didn't jump something? it either. It's weird. Yeah, you know, it's crazy what happens when you don't do stupid stuff. Your machine doesn't break into a million pieces. Yeah, the left-hand corner there is just
1: big rocks everywhere. Wow.
0: Yeah. Um. So let's see. Are we uh, – let me ask you this, Mitch, before I pull this up. Are we allowed to talk about this? What is it?
1: I about that. Oh yeah, I
0: don't care. All right. So a lot of people uh, want to talk about bad things that can happen randomly uh, and how to be prepared for them. So this is one, um, a really, really, really bad situation that happened to the both of us. Um, let's see here. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, that was a fluke. And I mean, you want to tell the story? I want you tell it. It's your yeah. What was that place called? This place is called Whelan in the Country. Whelan in the country.
1: Jeez. Yeah, we were there what, maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes. First hill. I mean, literally going up to see everybody else. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a hill; just a trail. We went up. It what? Uh, luckily, y'all were behind us, and they yelled, "You're on fire! You're on fire!" And so we jumped out. We had a fire extinguisher. <coughs> We jumped out, pulled the plug, fire extinguisher broke, didn't work. We're all passed around, whatever. And basically it just burned down right down the side of the trail. And uh, it turned into a big, uh, big fire pit is all it turned into, but yeah, it was very upsetting and it burned down to that picture right there.
0: What's pretty frustrating is like Mitch said, we had a fire extinguisher and it was a plastic pin fire extinguisher. So that actual pin that you pull to act to like be able to squeeze it down.
1: Um, What's upsetting is all the guys with the buggies. No one had a fire extinguisher around. No (coughs) one
0: had a fire extinguisher. And the reason I wanted to bring this up, because I saw it, um, this can happen in the woods and you need to be prepared. Uh, The last kind of piece of all this that I wanted to talk about was, um, not only is there probably, you know, you have have Moab, Utah, you have the Rubicon, You have, you know, Glamis. There's these these massive pilgrimages in the United States where people can go ride. Windrock and the whole surrounding area, in my opinion, is one of those where if you're a true off-roader, if you really like going, if you really like experiencing what the country has to offer, Windrock is somewhere where you need to go full size or UTV. You can make it to Windrock. You need to be prepared. Um, It's got the best riding, some of the best rocks, some of the best trails, some of the best everything. Um, however, things happen, fire extinguisher, harnesses, first aid, you know, that you have to have that kind of stuff because when you're out there by yourself and you're, when you're out there just alone, anything can happen.
1: Yeah.
0: Fire extinguisher big. Fire
1: extinguisher and a winch man and, and fire extinguisher. If I could bring three things the fire extinguisher, a spare tire, and a windshield. Yeah. that's
0: probably my you'd probably be okay. You can make it back to camp. Yeah. Yeah. You can make it back to camp on that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but all in all, Windrock, a little bit more rocky, uh, great trails, probably the best views out of all of them. Um if you're if you're really someone like myself who really likes to ride trails, Windrock is the place. You're gonna get plenty of challenge, uh, and you can get the benefit of all the beautiful views that you get from everywhere else all at the same time. Oh, and it is, it's, it's,
1: how much does it cost to ride, a ride? 40 $30, 40 Yeah. Which sounds expensive, but for what you get, you get, it's way better than anywhere. Nothing against
0: any other park, but
1: it, in general, it's a better place to go ride. He will not, well not go ride. Nice.
0: Listen, we started going, you know, we, we bought Jeeps and we, we, we started with Razors going out to Winrock, and then we bought Jeeps and did the whole, you know, small parks. We've been to Woolies. We've been to adventure. I've been to Stony Loans I've been everywhere. Um, He won't go Razor ride with me anymore because he's been spoiled by Windrock, Grimstone and Royal Blue. It's really hard to want to go ride at a park that's, you know, under 25,000 acres when you can go and once you go to Windrock, you don't go back. It's pretty hard to go back (laughs) because it's, it's, it's worth it. And if you're, I mean, how far would you drive to go spend a weekend at Windrock? Would you do a lot of guys do eight hours and I'm trying to think, would I drive eight hours to spend three days at rock And it probably would be yes. Probably.
1: Well, you got to think, three days, you never ride the same trail in three, except your main to get somewhere. But you can literally ride a week and ride different trails every single day, all day. When they're right, you don't have to ride the same trail. There's abundance of just trails. And they're all well-marked, beautiful. I mean, it's, it's yeah. pretty incredible.
0: And, and a lot of it, too, is like ranging difficulty. If you want to go out with your wife and you guys want to have a nice weekend in the woods in the fall, um, I'm going to pull up another picture, actually, of uh, the, like, here's a great example. This is the next picture uh, from the one where we were up in the mountains, and like where it looked like Colorado. Um, that's the fall there. It's beautiful. And if you guys
1: want to go. Show me one picture with the razors and the. Yeah, the one the- Here's us at the Eternal Flame, uh, the-, the Convict Group. Yeah, we escaped. Yeah, that was a great trip. Show them that, you know, the tree. You know. Yeah. You got one more. You
0: got a picture of it upstairs. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. Um, we've been riding a lot. This is another great one at Windrock. I think that's going into Trail Twelve. Yeah. Um, beautiful, beautiful park. Uh, lots of like small chattery rocks. All kinds of different things here. Let's see here. I see, this is where I met my beautiful wife. My priorities changed. Lots of pictures of her. Um, But where would you, how would you rank them? If you were going on a trip, how would you rank them? And, and why would you rank them that way? That's tough.
1: I think I like riding them all together.
0: So you, I mean, you would do the eight hours and try and hit all of them and then go back eight hours? Yeah, if I was going to... Be there for
1: three days, yeah, I'd hit every single one of them.
0: If you had, you know, a day of good riding to go up there and ride, what would you do? Mm, uh Winrock. Windrock probably right. Yeah.
1: But yeah. Wind and TWRA land, I mean that's that's good riding. But you gotta jump in the brimstone. So I mean you almost have, if you're going to TWRA, you're gonna hit just about every single one of them. Yeah. Whether you I, mean
0: to or not, you're going to. I think Royal Blue is the one where you kind of have to on purpose go out into that. Royal Blue is a good family ride for sure. Yeah. I'm not, I'll say this. But it's a good place to
1: stay, too. I mean, they got that hotel. Right? Yeah.
0: So the hotel, too, uh, is it a day's in? Is that right? Something like that. It's right off the interstate. And it's meant for razor riders. Yeah. So they have a parking, parking, parking lot. lot. Uh, also, it's full of mud 90% of the time. So make sure your truck's full of drive or else you have to get pulled out like I did the last time we were there. <laughs> Um, but, uh, it's a really great thing. Also security wise, make sure your trailer's hooked up and locked and all that kind of fun stuff. Make sure your razor is locked and hooked up and all that kind of fun stuff because there've been reports of vehicles getting stolen out there. However, we've been there a whole bunch of times and I've never had any issues. Um, but here's the picture that, uh, Mitch was talking about just a second ago. It's beautiful. Um, absolutely beautiful. And, uh, Really great October is an excellent time to go if you're going to try to go but um, that pretty much wraps up. did you have anything else you wanted to mention about the about Rock or brimstone or Blue or any of it? No I mean it's just
1: once you go there you'll never want to go anywhere else it's really it's just that picture right there is everywhere if there's anything from a gravel road to the most extreme thing you want to do and in between and like I said you're talking about 200 something thousand acres and hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of well-marked trails. That's the best thing. Everything's well-marked. Yeah. You, you can get lost because there's so many trails, but everything, there's a, a huge map. I mean, it's a, it's just a good, you, you, you get what you pay for there for
0: sure. I also saw on Facebook, there's a, there's a group now, I think if you're at the general store, if you're at the place where they buy Windrock passes, um, that there's, I think it's called Mountain Recovery. And if you're <coughs> stuck or something like that, they, live out there and they'll come do a recovery on your vehicle. Uh, just uh, good people out there. I mean, yeah, everybody you meet
1: out there, just some, either people like us or, you know, they live there or just, just good, good people all around, mean, you know, that's help you do whatever you want to do. So,
0: yeah. And the time we got split up and I really thought we were going to lose Mitch and our other friend in the woods and have a really bad time. Uh, you know, in the nicest way possible, we met a group of Yeehaw boys. Yeah, just, young boy, just man. I mean, really I'm robust. talking revolver on the ankle on a four wheeler. You know, came out of the woods and hey, y'all need some help? And we we're just, I mean, at this point, we were we were either going to have a deliverance situation or we we're going to have some help. So uh we were kind of stuck. I uh, couldn't really turn away help, but uh they ended up helping us out. And, man, uh, it's it's so funny. The people out there are so welcoming, and if you're nice and polite they will be more than happy to help you out too so
1: yeah
0: uh, that's pretty true for everybody out there though Get you a map and
1: some some walkie-talkies and that's it's a good time for sure
0: yeah absolutely but uh with that we will close it out anything else no mm-hmm. oh, man thanks for having me i appreciate it it's oh, been real corona, corona. <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody uh we'll see you next time see you later <coughs> wow Hey everybody, thanks for listening to the show. I do wanna give one more shout out to Supergrip ATV tires. I highly recommend the Kevlar upgrade. I know that there is a few retailers right now who are doing a buy the um, buy the Supergrip ATV K9 tires for the radial price and getting a free Kevlar upgrade. Um, These are the tires. I just hope y'all's drivetrain is ready for them. These tires not only um, will hook up and and have extremely strong sidewalls and extremely strong belts and patterns and things like that, but they'll also, um, I mean, they'll just last forever. I run the standard compound. There is a softer compound called the Intermediate that they sell as well. Um, And that tire is more geared towards trail only use uh, and the standard is geared towards the kind of do it all tire uh, including a little bit of road miles. I'll tell you this though, I have the standard compound and the car tree, I mean, the tires, they, they act like a sticky. I really don't think I need the intermediates. Uh, super grips going to hook me up with a set of those and I'll get a good review out for those sometime soon. But as for now, that standard compound is awesome. For those who may have missed it in the intro, they have a shipment coming in middle of the month and end of the month. So, all the retailers that you're used to buying super grip ATV tires from they will be in stock shortly. Thanks for sticking around thanks for um, you know just kind of enduring the the shortages while they 've had and uh, hopefully we won 't have to endure this anymore. Uh, our next sponsor is Dynojet Research Inc. Dynojet's clutch kit, stage two clutch kit with the Power Vision 3 tuner. Um, if it were me and you could only pick one of the two, I would highly recommend the clutch kit. Uh, it made the most substantial difference. If you've got a little bit extra and you can squeeze it out, that Power Vision 3, not only does it supply your car with a tune, but there's also a uh, other tunes that you can download to that car. There's updates that you can download through the Power Vision 3 controller. Also I use it as actually uh, a speedometer. Um, I'm really thinking about redoing my dash and taking the the standard Razer dash out and so only using my Power Vision 3. Tracks RPMs, engine temperature, speedometer, gear, everything you need to know is available on that Power Vision 3 uh, tuner there. It's a really wonderful piece of software that also comes with it because you can also actually build custom tunes using the logging tools that are built into the PowerVision 3 tuner. Dinojet Research Inc. on Facebook uh, and reach out to our friends through the website and uh, let them know that you're coming from Racing on the Rocks and uh, see what they'll do for you uh infinite off-road again just mentioned just going to highlight it again we're going to be doing another giveaway uh I'm not exactly sure of the products just yet but we'll be doing a giveaway shortly with infinite off-road in june uh rock lights whips wheel rings light bars light pods everything that you can think of um infinite off-road makes the best in the business and it's backed by the craziest warranty in the off-road industry that in that warranty being 25 years um, No questions asked, pretty much. (laughs) I mean, it even covers accidental damage, but a 25-year hassle-free warranty, the claim process is extremely easy, and Infinite Off-Road does an excellent job of getting everything shipped out extremely quickly as well. Infinite Off-Road on Facebook and Instagram, infiniteoffroad.com. Last but not least, All Things UTV, uh, All Things UTV supplied us with their Razor Aid Tender Spring upgrades. The Razor Aid Tender Spring upgrade is a very cheap um, upgrade that you have to do to your car. If you're not gonna get a full spring kit, like their Cloud9 kit, I highly recommend just upgrading your tenders. It seriously made a night and day difference in the ride quality. Uh, The handling is better. Everything about the car, I mean, my overall satisfaction with the car multiplied when I put the tender springs on just because I wasn't getting the crap beat out of me. I wasn't getting, uh, you know, just destroyed by the vehicle. So I highly recommend checking out razor aid tender spring upgrades from all All right, everybody, that's it. Thanks for listening to the show. Hope you gained something from it and I uh, hope you enjoy it. And if you guys want something else or someone else or anything like that on the show, please feel free. Uh, shoot me suggestions on Facebook or Instagram at racing on the rocks. All right. Thanks everybody.